Okay, let's all, Eric, uh, Joe, uh, John, JD, everyone together. Ready? Happy, come on, sing with me. Happy, audience, audience members, let's sing happy birthday. Happy birthday to okay. you. All right. Happy birthday, Sheila. Sheila Zelensky, the weekend of Jelani, having a birthday today. She's 29 years young. <laughs> your dreams. It's such an honor and pleasure to spend this birthday with my two very good friends. And yes, you're right. It's just outright insane asylum meets Twilight Zone, isn't it, fellas? Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't even have to turn the TV on for your daily dose of, of twisted reality. We live in it now. And um, it is crazy. It's been a while since we talked on air, Sheila. Yeah, you know, Sheila, I got to say this before we go any further. You know, folks, the people on Reddit, the 4chan, other locations, they think, hey, we discovered this pedogate stuff. No, you didn't. Sheila Zelensky was talking about this years ago. Jimmy Savile, uh, Paterno, all of this. So, Sheila, thank you. You really... You really laid the, the the groundwork for what we're seeing today in the investigative realm, and you really have done a great job. Yeah, you know, you're talking about this, and yet it didn't get a lot of traction. And of course, you know, I was kind of written off as a typical tinfoil hat kook. Now, though, we've forced this issue to become something that the mainstream news conglomeration they can't avoid this topic anymore. So that's really exciting about the new media, Doug and Joe, is that we've forced them to have to actually deal with this. The FCC regulations coming down. I mean, we have actually forced these hucksters to actually report on the news. And I think Trump really said it the best when he did call these guys fake news. But there's been a lot of backlash and retaliation from the news media saying, oh, well, Trump does not support the freedom of the press. But, but here's the thing with these clown news and, and Washington Compost and New York Slimes, they don't report the truth. And that's the thing that we've been struggling with. We've got, you know, Facebook and Google, the absolute virulent censorship going on. We see it with Mike Adams. And it's actually Doug and Joe, the censorship, the Stasi style censorship is actually more virulent than I've ever seen it for the last 10 years. And I've always documented the outrageous bias of fascist book speech policies, but now they're notoriously one-sided. You can't even you can't even criticize a leftist political figure and they're not swooping in with some, you know, social media giant to tell you that's hate speech because we want to, we don't want to get into this hate. I mean, we are hate mongers, Doug and Joe, let's just call it what it is. We are bigoted, xenophobic, Islamophobic, <laughs> hate mongers. Guilty <laughs> is charged apparently. And we don't need a jury or a trial, but that's right. Uh, you know, just ask any of these morons, these perverse people out there who think that, uh, you know, standards or morals are, you know, kept together with a rubber band. Um, it's amazing. It, it, it really is. Sheila, I'm not sure where you want to start, but you've got so much. And I want to, I, let me just start out by saying this. I, I want to thank you so much for being the person who you are. I don't think I've seen, and, and this is not false flattery, but I got to tell you, man, uh, people attack you like there's no tomorrow. They must think that because, you know, you're, I, I I don't know. You, you just you sustain the attacks well, and you don't uh, you you keep your wits about you. And I just want to say thank you. But where do you want to start with respect to tonight? Because we've got so much on our plate. You got so much on your plate. I was so. kind of laughing when you brought that that commercial up of ZipRecruiter. I thought I gotta hire 
I need to zip recruit a team to deal with all my website hacking the last month. My app's not working. My site was hacked last week. We tried to move it over. Now all the glitches have lost all my media files. My books disappeared off Amazon and they came up just today. Only the Kindle versions now are nowhere to be found. The struggle is real, my friend. You know, and you, you do get a lot of attacks, especially when you handle big, heavy topics. And of course, ever since this virtual warfare book came out in mid to late August, it's just been, you know, it's just been flat out attacks. And, you know, covering things like Pedogate and covering Israel and the Kabbalah and the Antichrist one world system. I mean, a lot of people, boy, they'll relegate you to the depths of the damned. And Doug, those are the nice ones. And there is not a day when you don't come across these jackals and hyenas, as our good friend Steve Quayle calls them. They will just absolutely, they will pounce on you like a pack of wolves. And they're relentless. This group of people is really relentless. You know, I did have to laugh last night, though. This is a little redemption for all of us. When the good old Jimmy Kimball, the jackass that he is, was just, you know, he's badgering and really disgusting Trump digs, you know, and it was just getting nauseating last night. But I love the fact that he got a little taste of his own medicine at the end of the awards show. They had the biggest faux pas debacle in 89 years. And I thought, perfect. You know what? The spirit of confusion was like loosed on them. And I thought this is good payback because God is really getting fed up with all this, Doug. I really believe the curtain is being pulled back. And pretty soon you're going to actually see, I believe this. And I'm going to get a lot of criticism from this statement, what's new. I think you're going to see preachers drop dead in the pulpit. I think you're going to see really major things happening to people. Telling you right now, I'm warning, you know, these keyboard commandos out there that are going to push the button and let her rip. They're just going to send out a message to the world. You've got these guys out there doing five-part series on why Donald Trump is not God's candidate. I've got a newsflash for people. God chose Donald Trump for such a time as this. And I'll tell you, pretty soon the press is going to have to say, this guy is unstoppable and we're going to know that it is God. And I think God's just getting fed up. He's got his little, he's got his notebook and he's observing and he's taking notes of people's behavior. And I've never seen the spirit of slander, the distraction, the deception, but also Christians ganging up on other Christians is just mind-numbing, Doug and Joe, to me. Really, a, just a spirit of absolute slander, strife, discord sowing, and that's got to stop. And Sheila, let me ask you this. When it comes to the media and, you know, the slander, the lies that we see with Trump, how much of this do you think, um, not that it was, you know, organic in nature, they obviously had a unified front to be against Trump from the beginning, but how much of this was due to, I mean, we've seen this kind of thing before with, with, you know, presidents with the, especially with Bush, and he deserved all the criticism he got. But we saw the left, you know, start to really go after um, the other side. But during the Obama presidency, we had no real accountability in the mainstream media. So I guess my question is, is this something new the media has, has shifted towards? Are they, on, you know, playing, uh, trying to stay on the offensive when they're really playing defense? Or is this something that over the Obama administration and the, you know, getting used to to having what they want and not reporting on anything because nothing that Obama did was wrong in the eyes of the mainstream media. None of the scandals. Uh, and there were so many. Um, and now we see this just constant hostility towards Trump, just the way that the, the media is moving now. Well, what I think is I think WikiLeaks really set the tone for something they could not predict. 
They had no idea that their ratings would start tanking. And I think they panicked as, you know, these Time Warners, these Comcast, the clown news networks. I think they really panicked and said, oh, my goodness, you know, there's stuff coming out now. And people are starting to wake up. There are so many people that have woken up by the masses because of WikiLeaks. And so, again, you know, I think it's just strictly they're working on total defensive mode right now. They're just scrambling, trying to come up with something. Just today, the New York Post was saying, get this. Oh, you'll love this. The crisis facing mainstream journalism is a loss of trust. But it's not as the President Donald Trump would have you believe a loss of ethics. Journalists have they're not, they've just not suddenly given up their craft, Doug and Joe, to start manufacturing stories. Veteran reporters are not just sewing wild, undermined a leader they don't like. The media is just asking tough questions and digging up stories the way it's always been. And I had to just pull myself off the floor from rolling on the floor laughing. So you've got this really kind of very clever, unconstitutional censorship by the White House media ban. It's so ironic. The journalistic body in the mainstream is flipping this around. The press freedom and other organizations are saying, hey, you know what? We've got to really do something about the fact that Donald Trump is calling these wonderful journalists fake news. So they're really trying to spin that as well. And I think that's the epitome of irony, isn't it, Doug? Yeah. And and I want to ask you, Sheila, just on, on the behavioral aspect of what we see from the media, since you know Trump has co-opted the fake news narrative and started dishing it out, uh, you know, CNN, BuzzFeed, we see that what I see in their reporting, whether it's being blocked from that press gaggle on Friday, um, you know, to being called fake news, the constant, I don't know if you see in their reporting, what they'll say is, oh, CNN's not fake news. This is the, you know, the standard excellence of broadcasting. Their constant need to, yeah. to self promote themselves or I, I like a well, Mark Dice. Pro- people say that about Trump, uh, President Donald Trump. Well, well, it's almost like they have this psychological issue where they need to reassure themselves as well as, the, as well as their viewers that, you know, oh, CNN's great. You know, this is great. Or CBS put, you know, a new logo under or a new slogan under their logo. <laughs> Real news. Real news. I mean, is there is there some <laughs> underlining, uh, you know, psychological issue here or is this just them trying to um, prop themselves up? Well, other than the Tavistockian rules for radicals, mind control, mind numbing and dumbing, other than that, I mean, there's a you know broad array of things going on here. But I think the piece is that us in these sort of Christian-based alternative media, like you, Infowars, the alternative media flipped. Let's think about back when we broke Jade Helm. That originated from us, the irony. And they're not going to run a story like Pedo Gates. They're not right. going to respond to that until they absolutely have to from the people putting pressure on it. And it goes back to the FCC regulation. Look at Chairman Wheeler, who, by the way, he used to be a major lobbyist. So you got this guy that's already got an inappropriate relationship with these big conglomerate companies. That's illegal to me, but it's allowed Wheeler to keep talking about controlling the Internet, turning it into a public utility you know, let the government regulate it. That's bad, guys. These Comcast and Time Warners, they want to do away with net neutrality. It's not a free market on the internet. You have a few companies that control the flow of information. With cozy relationships with these controllers, we see what happened with natural news. With Mike Adams can't even get a response from Google. You have a lot of layers to this. And I think this whole narrative of uh, unconstitutional censorship is really a part of now where they're going with it to say, listen, you know, we have very 
integral reporters and, and we can't get anywhere with Trump. He's censoring the free press. And so that's, I think they're going to really constitutionally start challenging that legally. And that's where I think we are. I mean, abolishing free speech to me is the thing that's obscene. Go it, read your first that, amendment. It, that's what it's all about, isn't it? I mean, at the end of the day, and I'm sorry for using that statement. That sounds so trite, but but really, what their objective is is to terminate the dissent, dissenting opinions, dissenting voice like yours, like ours, uh, and push the Tavistockian type of programming to the American people and to the entirety of the West and the, to the world. Ultimately, uh, I mean that's their objective. And along with the First Amendment, of course, right alongside that is the Second Amendment on the chopping block as well. And I don't think, as Sheila, that uh, Donald Trump is going to have the uh, ability to stop in the large part what's taking place, um, given his position, because obviously we're looking at a congressional uh, type or congressional type of activities and also activities, as you mentioned, Tom Wheeler with the FCC kind of changing the rules and regulations of that body. Um, but yeah. having said all that, uh, I, I guess I said all that to, to say this. Sheila, how are you, as an investigative journalist, I would call you that, as an author, as a purveyor of truth in a talk show host, how are you strategizing uh, to fight and to ultimately, hopefully, overcome what we're facing? Well, I think we can kind of take a strategy of just, I, I hate to even say this too, because again, this sounds like such a, a cutesy phrase, but we have to really be in prayer and we have to really know that, hey, you know what? We don't know the, could be the last program I ever get to talk on. I mean, who knows what happens? Tomorrow they could kill the internet for, for all we really know. We don't know how much time we have, but we just do what we do. We do our calling and we do it the best we can. And we plug along with all the malady of afflictions and absolute hardships, because let's face it, we don't have these massive CNN budgets to just, you know, buy all new equipment. And, you know, we're fumbling and kind of bumbling along as we go. We don't have these massive staff that we can just delegate stuff to and, and massive resources. Like, boy, we wish we had some of the, the church's resources in these mega churches and just some of these huge conglomerates. We don't have access to these things. So we just do the best we can. So is that a strategy? Well, my strategy is just go until I can't. And it really is combined with a lot of prayer because God is not unbeknownst to what's going on in the world. And I really believe there's coming a day very soon when God is just going to start. I mean, he's just going to start some of these, these hucksters. Look at already what God has exposed in the last six months between the Clinton scandal, the email leaks, you know, the WikiLeaks, Podesta, Pedogate, you know, I don't care about this Comet Ping Pong, by the way. I think this whole Pizzagate term is a little, eh, not a fan of that term, but I'll tell you what, this pedophilia, it's absolutely stunning, these Satanists that are at the helm. I mean, I'm actually really surprised Alex Jones is talking about Satanism. You know, where has he been for 10 years? Well, we've been, we've been kind of the watchman on the wall sounding these alarm bells and written off as kooks and now suddenly i don't know what's made alex jones turn around maybe doug you have insight on that but at least well, it's yeah. getting out to but by the way i'll be on i'll be on infowars this thursday at one o'clock eastern uh with alex but but you know he's he, to his 
to his credit, he's done a lot of uh, the backstory behind the satanic Bohemian Grove uh, Franklin uh, scandal. However, that's not that has not been his uh, major focus. Now, uh, he, he put out a video, Sheila. I don't know whether you saw it, but he took it down. Um, he was talking about the blowback from talking about Pizzagate and how and how the the corporate media and and New York Times, Washington Post, how they really changed his words and exposed him to a whole bunch of world of hurt. And and you know what, Sheila, I think I think to a lesser extent that's happening to all each one of us, including you. Not not necessarily changing your wording, but going after you in ways that are not as overt as we'll say a Mike Adams or an Infowars. I'm not sure how I kind of circled around in that, but but there you have it. Uh but yes, yes. We, I think, are the tip of the spear in this case, in this, in the larger scheme that's known as Pedogate. I think that we're, I don't know, does that make sense? You, you're, you, you've been at this a lot longer. We're, I guess what's in the conversation, and I think that's kind of the exciting part of it. You know, who, whoever spearheaded it, I think all of us have our own part in the body of Christ to play in terms of, you know, there's people listening to your program right now that have just as much of a platform and just as much as influence on their communities and their, you know, in their households and their communities and their workplaces, they have people they can reach that you and I can't. So I think it's just a huge effort on behalf of a lot of people that are willing to just step up to the plate and, and get some boldness. My God, we lack spine in the church today. And that's the thing is nobody wants to talk about it because, well, we might offend somebody. And listen, there is nothing that offends people more, Doug and causes them to just absolutely go into disarray than, than Jesus Christ himself. Look what happened with the blowback with Melania Trump uh, reading the Lord's Prayer. I mean, I couldn't believe the way she was, oh, how dare she spew the Lord's Prayer. What is wrong with this nation, Doug? When the Lord's Prayer is an offense, Jesus Christ himself said he's a rock of offense. So it's not really surprising. You can talk about Buddha. You can talk about Allah. You can recite the Quran at the Oscars like they did last night. But hey, let's not talk about Jesus, right? I didn't see that about the Oscars, Sheila. But you're you're uh, right on the money. Um, it, it is becoming an offense to say Jesus's name or to pray in Jesus's name. Before you came on, we talked about it um, last Friday. There was a town hall meeting in Louisiana where um, during the liberal protesters freak out after town hall opens with a prayer. And especially when the, the chaplain closed in Jesus' name, there was people yelling, you know, about the devil and pray on your own time. This was an open town hall meeting. And then they did the same thing during the Pledge of Allegiance. I mean, we're seeing this, and you're right, you know, the media bias towards Trump and everything he does, regardless of it's newsworthy or not, attacking his wife for reading the Lord's Prayer, how she read it, what she read. Uh, it is insanity. And and there are a few, you know, about... Um, Jesus and the, and the offense that that brings, I mean, that's something, you know, his name will be put on one of those um, offenses, offensive um, speech, uh, free speech ban lists, definitely, you know, with the other words like Pizzagate and ISIS or Islam, things like that, that you see on YouTube, it's getting to that point. And then the, the just the wholesale, it's like these people are now openly accepting all the evil that they've been underlining um, and promoting, you know, behind the scenes subtly for years now. And, and it, it seems that we've turned a corner to where they're not ashamed of that evil anymore. And they promote it. They celebrate it. 
and the, and they get a pass from the media. But you know, the the things that are offensive are are uh, sometimes righteous things anymore. We do live in an upside down and backwards world. Well, and I think in addition to living in a crazy, chaotic world, and of course, remember what God says in the Word: "Woe to those calling good evil and evil good." Well, everything is flipped up on its head. I mean, I was looking at a magazine in a doctor's office the other day, and there was a, a young man on the cover of L'Oreal. I mean, are you kidding me? And, and then the, the talk about the transgenderism is infusing our young. There's actually a YouTube channel called Like Queer Kids Stuff. So, you know, you've got males being eradicated by social engineering. You've got feminists out there in the streets wearing vagina hats. I mean, how disgusting and deplorable is that? So with all the recent attacks against males in American society, of course, you know, because it is also trendy now to hate white males, probably white people. It's trendy to just hate whites now. It is. And I'm just saying <laughs> that. And, and guess what? I'm going to offend some people. But here it is. All lives matter to God, not black lives. And that is just such a it, it's incredible narrative. And it's incredible to see the dumb to numb population just eating that up. Well, we got to be inclusive. And, you know, yeah. so we've got all these college courses lamenting about male toxicity. I saw a young girl hey, on Sheila, her. Sheila, I'm on sorry her, to interrupt. What? I'm sorry to interrupt you. I should have cut you off a little bit earlier. We're up against the break, but we, we can pick up on this right when we come back. Folks, you're listening to Sheila Zelensky from The Weekend Vigilante. She'll be with us in through uh, the end of this hour. So don't go anywhere uh, on this edition of the Hagman. Hagman. Wish her a happy birthday. Yeah. Send her a happy birthday email, please. Yeah. And welcome back, folks, to this edition of the Hagman and Hagman Reporter. Special guest, Sheila Zelinsky. You can visit her website. Go to the program description at Hagman. Go to HagmanReport.com and look at the show description. There's links to her website, to her radio show. It's all there to her book. Oh, that's a must-have. She's a very talented author and a very talented woman, very knowledgeable woman. Sheila Zelinsky is our guest by the way, Sheila Zelensky, it's her birthday today. I want everyone really to um, uh, seriously wish her, wish her, send her, send her great thoughts and, and certainly keep her in your prayers, Sheila Zelensky. She has done so much for so many people. You'll never know. You'll never know. And uh, she's a good friend of ours. One more thing. Um, Sheila, when you were talking about woe, woe to the people when they call good evil and evil good. You know, I threw up my mouth a little little here last week when somebody had sent me a link to Teen Vogue. I don't know whether you saw this or folks, if you saw this, Teen Vogue, this moral and spiritual bankrupt retrobate, uh, uh, I can't think of any more adjectives uh, that I can actually say on there. Whitney Bell wrote this uh, gift gift, uh, list for girls that just had an abortion. Okay, yeah, things like uh, heating pads in the shape of a, you know, the female anatomy, candy, um, and it it just again I, I I threw up my mouth a little bit when I when I saw this, but yes, you're right on the money, Sheila. This is the stuff we're seeing today. It's horrible, and uh, we need to we need to we need to fight against it. I mean, it's 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 actually physically tiring to think about this and to look at it and say, wow, it's crazy. Go ahead. Girl, she was writing on her blog that mothers need to kill their sons. We need to essentially eradicate males because that's a big problem. 
and, and again, it goes to, like I said, I was sitting in this, this doctor's office and on the cover was, they called, it wasn't a cover guy. They said the new cover girl. And then it had a, a you know, they're using men as cover girls and creating fashion for men by way of female dresses and skirts. And, you know, they're confusing and blurring gender lines with gender identity versus biology. We're seeing that even again with not only CoverGirl, but L'Oreal and Maybelline and just Google some of these Vogue covers of these, these cover males. And then we've got, you know, transgendered wrestlers, males, wrestling females. What we're watching here, Doug, is the the, the complete evisceration, the destruction of America via social engineering. And, you know, what I call it and where I think this stems from is lawlessness because we know the subtrope of the end times is, well, the legions of hell will invade our world. There is a complete annexation of demonic forces and spirits that are getting more brazen and they know where their destiny lies. So, they earned themselves a ticket, you know, Satan knows in the ultimate coup d'etat that started in the garden. Well, where's he going? He knows where, and he's taken as many down as he can. And of course, there's an all-out war being waged right now. And so we're in the biggest war of our life. And that is when I think the, the spiritual warfare is so important. It's just like Mark Taylor was on my show Friday, and we, we actually just spent the last part of the show doing warfare prayers against the well, look at the witchcraft that was being sent against Donald Trump. I mean, if that wasn't straight out of the pit of hell. So you've got all these witches and Wiccans and pagans coming together to wage social warfare. Well, it's time that we storm the enemy's camp and we start taking back some ground as spiritual warfare proponents because we're not wrestling with flesh and blood here. We're fighting principalities and rulers and spirits of wickedness in heavenly places. So it's time to get your battle armor on and start waging war because, you know, again, I think, Doug, we said, Carl and I said this on your show when the book came out is, you know, we sing all these cutesy phrases like we went and stormed the enemy's camp, but who's really going out and doing that? Who's actually taking their place of authority? We have authority over all the, all the power of the devil. So all this stuff is not news to God. He gave us the tools and the equipment to do something about it. We went to war on that prayer and we broke off. We came against the power of the spirit of the witch and the wizards and the warlocks. And we bound that up. So we have the ability to do that. And God in warfare is when you're addressing the enemy. And I really think Christians need to snap out of their trance and get into their, their prayer closets doing spiritual warfare. Because you know what? It says that right in the word that even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave these people over to a reprobate mind to do these things which, which are disgusting like we're talking about. Men leaving the natural use of women burned in their lust towards one another. We've got a movie last night in the Oscars that is about homosexuality. I mean, that is the order of the day. And so, you know, do I, I'm not bashing gays. I'm simply saying that God has a way and this is not it. And so, you know, we're being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness. Go read Romans 1, I think it's in verse 27, 28 around there. It talks about this, you know, murder, envy, deceit, maliciousness. That right there is today's news headlines right out of the book of Romans. And you're never going to see that on the news as um, obviously one thing that's been missing from our, our news media for a significant amount of time is any references to uh, religion or Jesus, except if it's in a negative light. And, you know, they, they'll always, 
whether the problems are real or manufactured, they'll bring you the headlines of the problems, but they'll never tell you the real solution. And there's obviously an agenda behind that. They don't want people to to uh, accept that and go along with that. They want people to to hate that. And as you said, they promote, I mean, this is a spiritual battle at its core, and they want people to, to love the world and to be a part of the world as much as possible because we know this is a, a battle for the souls. And if we can go back, Sheila, um, this is something I, I asked you earlier, you know, the the outright open and accepting this and promotion of evil from these people. Uh, one of the examples of this was this, you know, gathering of these, these witches for <laughs> cursing the president of the United States. I mean, do you remember at any time in our country's history where, you know, that was an acceptable act, not only that, but promoted by the news media almost as something, you know, in a positive light? It, it just is, it's so mind boggling to, to see the behaviors, you know, the violence and now the, you know, oh, go curse, you know, pray to evil and curse Donald Trump. And they, they just throw it out there and they talk about it as if it's normal. Well, you know, our good friend David Langford said it and it comes back into my mind is that word lawlessness, unprecedented, accelerated lawlessness. It's, so it's kind of not really, I don't think it's really surprising to us to see this incremental frog in the boiling water acclamation towards just all out complete rails off insanity that's unfolding and it ought to show people especially these you know so-called agnostics and atheists it ought to show them that god is at the helm because my goodness if you can think about the opposite of good what is it well it's evil and if you can't see evil in the world how how doug can a sane person say you know there is no god in the world that we live in how could you deal with the stressors if you didn't know Jesus Christ is your Lord, that he's got it. He's a counselor. He's your defender. He's your shield, your buckler. I mean, we have that assurance as Christians. Dear God, how does the world cope with what's going on? I mean, we have enough attacks and, and yet, you know, we do have that blessed assurance, but how is the world coping with this is what I want to know. Yeah, that's a, a, a great question. And I think just so many people are, are turned over and, and so far from any uh, spiritual understanding for whatever reason that that they can um i don't know it's it's like uh the reality and with the traditions of at least uh christians when you see polls saying that 70 percent of america still identifies as christian and then you see what happens in this country on a daily basis it's hard to, to rectify that number into anything other than you know people are lying when they're taking that survey it just seems that people have become so well, disconnected with reality and that has something to do yeah, with it, in my opinion. Yeah, that's the spirit of delusion. And, and that's what we're seeing exactly, delusion. I mean, you know, it was really funny. The Pope came out on Friday and said he was lessering charges for these pedophiles in the Catholic Church. You know, the Catholic clergy, of course, there it's just ubiquitous pedophiles in that organization. And yet saying, well, you know, the Pope has to, you know, he has to, you know, not cause waves. And I thought, like, what is wrong? Like, that is the biggest thing I'm asking myself is what? is wrong with these liberal lemmings and even Christians posting, oh, you know, I know Bush's daughter, Barbara, is set to deliver a speech at the Planned Parenthood fundraiser. And it's not any speech. It's actually a keynote address. And I, I saw these Christian women going, oh, isn't that nice that, you know, Bush is, uh, you know, the little Planned Parenthood. I, I said, you know what? And I posted this. I said, Planned Parenthood is the number one abortion provider in the United States. And Raising funds for it is like raising money to fund a Nazi death camp. And I'll tell you what, I must have got blocked by about 
a hundred people just with one post. <laughs> it just goes to show you the insanity. And you know, and this goes back to the human 2.0 is these geneticists want to create these artificial genomes by synthesizing our DNA. Like if they're not splicing and dicing our DNA, they're genetically engineering this unholy mix of man and beast. We, our friend Tom Horn talks about it, but we now have real life animal farm. These scientists, well, we know a couple months ago, they created a first pig human hybrid. So this is the insanity that's going on. We don't bat an eye, Doug and Joe, on things that our our parents would have took to the street over. Really? You're exactly right. Go ahead. If we can shift gears a little bit here, I want to get back into the the pedophilia story because there's a a recent story about the Pope. And I'm reading on this on on, uh, Catholic Herald right now, but there are other stories that put it in a much better, more truthful light. And the, the headline here is Pope reduces sanctions against some pedophile priests where he talks about mercy and, and they go through some cases here and how the Pope dismissed two longtime staffers who worked for the discipline section that handles sex abuse cases. But he gave clemency to a few uh, priests who were later convicted of, of pedophilia. And he goes on to talk about how, you know, we need to show more mercy and, and it's a disease and they shouldn't be facing jail time. They should be given uh, prayer uh, instead. And it, it's just very telling. And it reminded me, Back when the Podesta emails came out and Hillary, this is right before the election when um, the, the Pizzagate scandal was front and center and all of the alternative media, the Pope likened the covering of, of the Pizzagate and scandals of politicians to eating, literally eating crap or eating excrement. And this was like two days after the spirit cooking stuff literally came out. Literally stating that. What's with this Pope and being so aligned with this pedophile agenda? Or is it just... The, the nature of his job, sad to say. Oh, the one world, one world false prophet there, the Pope. Yeah. He, and don't forget, he's the one leading the charge of global warming as well. You know, he's saying that, you know, the 1.8 billion Catholics should listen up, Catholics. You better start being a forerunner in combating this runaway global warming. So, yeah, you know, you've got that devil involved in everything. And that's what I call him. A lot of Catholics don't like that. But I say, wake up, wake up, because this guy is a, this guy's a devil, and, and that is a, just a fact. Of, and he was actually commenting on ISIS. You know, they're not really that big of a threat. We have to be understanding. I'm thinking, what? <sighs> and meanwhile, that very same day I saw this headline, it said, terror group ISIS teaching their fighters to eat, eat, E-A-T, non-Muslims. Mm-hmm. They're, they're actually found a handbook in an Islamic State training school and this was funded by a think tank by the U.S. government, yep. and it revealed this new stance taken by jihadis. They're gonna, they're promoting cannibalism. So if you, you know, if if uh, what's that actor, uh, Matrix, Keanu Reeves, you know, I just saw this very devilish new thing he's in. He's basically this. There's there's this new. I don't know if it's Netflix or something, but now they're coming out with cannibalism. So now we're going to see cannibalism on Netflix. Yeah. And I I don't know much about this new series, but I'm going to tell you what. This is just the abomination that knows it knows no bounds right now. And this is the insanity that we're facing. I can't remember the name of the show on Netflix, um, but there is a a show. uh, I think Drew Barrymore is in it. And I think she is the the cannibal of the family. And it's supposed to be, I think, this comedy where everybody else is normal and she she's a cannibal what was the, the name of it batch. the bad batch is the name of it actually it's a yeah biker a pack of biker cannibals in 
Oh, that's, some, that's a different show um, I'm talking about. Um, I'm going to see if I can find it here. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's a few, I mean, th- and this is, it's very strange because when you see, you know, going back to the Pizzagate stuff, when you see the artwork of the Podesta brothers, you know, the, the spirit cooking with, you know, eating human cakes or cakes that look like humans. I mean, the Santa Clara diet is the other one. The, with well, the, yeah. But, go on. Well, who thinks of these things? Unless well, it's a practice of something that you're you're mimicking or imitating in real life. And, and Sheila and, and Joe, I, there was an article in, uh, I think Steve Quayle sent this to me. And I think, he, Sheila, I think he sent it to you as well. It was a, um, maybe Daily Mail. I don't know. It was a dinner theater where they had a, a pathologist. And, and tell me if this rings a bell. Um, let's see, a pathologist. They invited. Uh, it was a dinner theater. I, I don't know how else to describe it, but but there was a a uh, very real looking plastic cadaver on a table, and the cadaver was, although not real, what was real were organs of pigs inside this cadaver. So as people were eating, he was doing um, an autopsy on this cadaver does that ring a bell to you at all no it doesn't but i mean nothing's that's trendy isn't it to you know do thelema spirit cooking because let's not forget who adopted thelema it wasn't this marinka bramovich it was actually alistair crowley yes the the kingpin of thelema so you know not only now you've got all these movies out of course i did this series people might want to go back to my youtube channel uh, and subscribe to my YouTube channel because uh, that's about the only media I have lately with no app, no comp- no, no website, no archives. Um, honestly, I did this incredible, it's called the occult uh, superheroes. And I really broke down all this Disney, DC, Marvel, you know, this match made in hell itself about all this incredible divination sorcery. I went to this Doctor Strange a couple months ago and I had to do a breakdown because it was straight out of the occult and of course Thelema was one of the overtones in that as well so you've got all of this Thelema being resurrected coming to life and right on the big screen in front of our children and you know what was straight out of it to me was um, that book uh, and that's another billion dollar empire is Harry Potter his new book is Harry Potter and the Cursed Child yeah there you go a curse comes with that book and this is what they're teaching our little children to do incantations divination sorcery and witchcraft does that not make people do a double take when you see parents buying this book and some christian parents buying these kind of things so you've got really sugar-coated witchcraft here but i'll tell you what the big kingpin is salima and we're being taught layers of this we're just getting a steady diet of this complete predictive programming indoctrination I mean, I'm preaching to the choir, right? I'm not telling your listeners don't already know, but here's the thing. We have to combat this, Doug and Joe, with taking our authority over all this nonsense. The Bible says, I suffer the witch not to live. Well, that's what I say in my prayers. I come against witchcraft and I come against witches because it says in the Bible, the witches are not permitted to live. That's what kind of curse it brings. So I do believe you're going to start seeing well, I, I, I really do prophetically believe that you're going to start seeing people drop dead from casting spells and doing all this witchcraft. And it's mind control, too, Doug. It's a mm. spirit of control, and it's 
very, very devilish. In, in, indeed it is. And smack dab right now, uh, Sheila, I'd, I'd love for you just to tell people how um, people can tune into your show, where to go on the Internet. Just just give a, a, a full-out, full-throttle plug of your work, including your book, if you don't mind, because I want people to really take advantage of everything you've got to offer here. The main housing, my main website is, of course, weekendvigilante.com, and it has the book link. They can go to powerprayers.ca, too, if they haven't picked up a copy of that book. Um, I've got now a create space for it because it disappeared off Amazon, all sorts of crazy stuff. But yeah, weekendvigilante.com. Of course, greengospel.ca is where the, the major book is, Green Gospel. But this new Power Prayer book, I'll tell you, Doug, this, this is a compendium that Christians do want to get if they don't already have it. And if your listeners bought it and they have a testimony, I really want to say, please email me. We're going to be doing a show on the testimonies and we're getting a lot of very powerful testimonies on how that book is changing, changing people's walks. And I'm really excited about that. And it's such a pleasure to be, you know, back on with my two favorite, my two favorite co-media hearts. (laughs) <laughs> well, thank you. You know, it, it's a pleasure, and re- it's a pleasure to have you on, and it's a pleasure to 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 work together in this. And, and you, you said so many, um, you had so many salient points tonight, so many important points. But I think the the big takeaway is that all of us in the independent media, the Christian conservatives, those who I can can identify as Christian conservatives. Sheila, we all need to stick together. We need to support one another because, you know, there's a war out there and people are sniping at us. People are like like your website. I mean, people are attempting to, to take you down every single day and people don't realize the average person out there. They don't realize the fight that you're in which you're you're engaged and we're engaged in, in the wow. Just it, it's just an amazing battle that we're that, that we find ourselves. It, it really is. Well, and, you know, Somebody said to me recently, and I thought this was very propos, it was, Sheila, why don't you just quit? Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I borrowed a line off Steve Quayle because I, in the last 10 years, I've wanted to throw in the towel so many times. I, too, wanted to start a laundry business. I'm not kidding about that. And I really did for a while. And, you know, when you're not doing your calling, it's pretty tough to just quit your calling. And so I, I don't think people really kind of understand that. Why do we go through, Mayor, well, it's pretty hard to walk away from something that you are called to. And, you know, I don't think a lot of people really understand some of the vitrolic rebukes we get, the attacks, the slander, the discord. But I'm really, I'm urging people, please, we might not always agree doctrinally, but if it's not a salvation issue, you know, these guys, again, that are coming out with these five-part series on how brother so-and-so is not doctrinally correct, give me a break. People need to quit doing that. That is a spirit of pride, and I'm getting fed up with it. And you know what, Doug? I'm getting fed up with this discord. It's something he says himself that he abhors, abhors. Look that word up, some unity in the body of Christ. And we really do need to, to stand together and lock arms and, and fight this, because guess what? There's one good thing in all of this, is when you see all these things, look up. Your redemption draws nigh. And we do have a blessed assurance in our Lord and Savior. He knows what's going on. And that's really important for people to be in their word and press into God. That's the answer in this, in these crazy times. It is. It's the answer. Yes, it is, Sheila. 
Um, we only got about a minute left. I want to, again, thank you so much for joining us and, and again, wish you a happy birthday. And uh, we, we definitely have to do this again more often. You got anything um, that you want to promote that's upcoming or something that you've done recently? Any any good interviews or um, key points that you want people to, to go and listen to? Clay, on Monday, I'm going to be posting an upcoming conference in Colorado that is in April, the 21st to 23rd. I'd love to promote that. And again, if you have not subscribed to my YouTube channel, just go to weekendvigilante.com, click on the pink bar top right, easy. And we're going to be doing some video, some interviews on the street. We're going to be doing a lot of fun stuff. So really do encourage people to, to do go over there and subscribe to that. And thank you guys. God bless you for having me on and God bless your listeners.